Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Yo! Welcome to the FIGHT podcast, the weekly combat sports and culture podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and we have a great show for you today. Today, back for the second time, we have Mike, the Truth Jackson. We had another amazing conversation with the truth, but before we get into that, remember... The Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Remember to follow The Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at The Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking me out on the website, The Fight Podcast. We are currently on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe, listen, rate, share today. All right. Today, like I said a little earlier, I had the pleasure of speaking with Mike the Truth Jackson, man. Mike has competed as a pro in boxing, kickboxing, and MMA, where he currently fights for the UFC. But he's far from being just a fighter, man. He's also a photojournalist, podcast host of the show, The Truth About Stuff, a foodie, and so much more. Today in our conversation, man, we're going to go ahead and get into his friend and teammate, Derek the Black Beast Lewis, fighter pay, sponsorships, McGregor, Mayweather, trades, and a lot more, man. I'll be honest, this is hands down one of the best, if not the best, convos that I've ever had and we've had here on the Fight Podcast. I truly hope you guys enjoy this one. My convo with Mike The Truth Jackson right here on episode 51 of the Fight Podcast. Enjoy. Hello, hello. There he is, man. Mike The Truth, brother. What's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. Just uh, just hanging out at the spot. What's going on with you? Oh, man. Maintaining, bro. Hey, thank you for joining me once again, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, man. This time I'm not like on vacation makeshifting it on my girlfriend's like coffee table and whatnot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, right, man. Let me turn some light on over here. Hold on. Yeah, no worries. sir but yeah man appreciate you joining me today on the show um yo uh it has been a lot of uh madness since we last spoke going on in just combat sports in general man uh 
So, man, just let me know, man, what's been going on with you? I see everything that you've been doing with, like, Fury Fighting Championships, all your your photography, your podcast is dope, man. You know, aside from all of those, you know, things that you're doing, man. And I I feel like every UFC event, I see you over there hanging out with all the journalists, man. You out there (laughs) holding it down. (laughs) Uh, The past couple ones, you know, I, I was out there, you know, supporting Derek, you know, with my guy. And, uh, you know, I took the trip with him. I was doing some some photography for him and stuff like that. So just, you know, providing content for his social media okay. um, and just support my dude, you know. Um, but I've just been going, man. I've been doing all that. I've been just traveling the country, um, eating and, and working. Uh, you know, sad. I had some uh, some injuries kind of sidelining from training right now. Mm. But uh, I mean, nothing, nothing major. Just, just some little, some little hiccups. But uh, once I can kind of get these out of the way, uh, I'll be back into, uh, back in the gym, you know, full time, uh, getting ready for the next one. That's awesome, man. So, like for your next one, I mean, you have professional experience in MMA, boxing, kickboxing. Right. Um, obviously, I don't know how the, the contracts and everything are set up, but is this something? That, are you focusing strictly on MMA now, or are you dabbling in other things? Are you willing to say, you know what, I'm nah, just going to hit well, kickboxing for a little bit or something? Nah, I mean, right, I'm under contract with UFC, so right. you know that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't compete in anything else. Uh, so no, nah, I mean that's that's all it is. But yeah, their lawyers are good, man. Their lawyers been I mean, playing around. But, <laughs> I mean, but but like for me, like I'm not, I'm not like every like I'm 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 in a whole another kind of situation, you know, a right. scenario. So like for me, like none of that matters, you know. Mm-hmm. If it whether I'm just MMA or whatever, you know, I know other cats, they got other priorities and they need to do whatever they got to do. But like they ain't got nothing to do with me. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I'm just I'm just doing my thing over here. So I'm cool with, with what I'm up. Okay. Man, so with watching, like I said, you had your boy out there, uh, Derek Wills, doing his thing. Yo, he, he has to be the best story in MMA this year, though. I mean, granted, you know, oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that he came up short, but that's an awesome story, man. 100%. You know, I've been, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to see the whole process, you know, mm-hmm. as far as the, the fighting goes, like I, I didn't know him, you know, when all the other crazy shit was going on in his life. Right. Um, but uh, once he got into fighting and I mean, he, he's just a, a, a larger than life figure, you know? Yeah. And, um, and even like then he wasn't, he's always been playing, don't get me wrong, but obviously with social media, uh, it gives him another kind of outlet, you know, and he can, you know, his thing, he's, he's like, uh, he's almost like his own world star channel or like a, a, a YouTube, like his own, you know, cause all I, that's not his original content, you know what I'm right. saying? You know, he, he, he just shares and reposts, but he's, you know, he's able to share and repost like the things he likes, you know, and that's what grabs people's attention, you know, um, but no, nah, it, it was just cool. Like it's been a it's been a cool journey just to see the process. You know, I've seen him as an amateur fighter. Uh, I've seen him, you know, at the lowest. I, I saw him, man. He fought on a uh, dope, man. master. He, he, master P did a, a card years ago, uh, <laughs> and he fought on a card out here, yo. I and and I remember he fought this other dude uh, named Rakeem Cleveland. So I'm sitting there K side, and I mean, I was two heavy heavyweights. Yeah, yeah. And now, I don't know if it was Master P's fault or his investor's fault, but it wasn't like the best quality of cage. <laughs> and, so, and we've all seen those cages, man. 
so I was sitting there KSI and I can't remember who I mean it must have been it was either Derek or the guy anyway they ran and and you know how like just kind of like trying to get a takedown but they push him to the cage mm-hmm. well as whoever pushed the other one to the cage right in front of me like the entire cage shifted <laughs> over and I was just like I don't think the cage was supposed to move and then like a few minutes later they go they uh like charge over to the other side and knocks it back in place like it was just a crazy night you know what I'm saying but uh yeah, like they had like, that I've thing seen, sitting on a folded table <laughs> I mean basically you know um so I saw that and then I've seen him you know win amateur or, or, or pro like lower level pro titles right and then I get to see this dude compete for the biggest title in the world you know this is this is obviously you know you're the baddest man on the planet the heavyweight champion you know um and it's just been a an amazing journey you know and i don't feel it's over no you know i think that um you know i i feel that Derek has grown um with this like the whole experience has has made him a better person Mm -hmm. and he's learned from it and i and i think that he learned that he can be in the same cage with an Olympian and someone who's arguably the GOAT. Absolutely. And he can, and he can hold his own for a little bit. And I think mm-hmm. – and he can hold it. He held his own for a little bit with the skills that he currally has. And this is someone – I mean, he it's more in jest. Like when he says, oh, I don't train. I only train 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's, he, it's, a, it's a half truth. It's yeah, a half truth. He, but you can it's tell he, he's also said that he makes like he's even said he said it. I think on Ari Hawani, he was just like, man, some of the things I say is true. Some is not. I'm just having fun. So that was one that I always took is like he's is like, that's a half truth. Absolutely. But no, 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 some people, some people like think that's completely false. Like some people think like he's in like. Like the dude legit doesn't really train like a fighter. <laughs> like that that's no but for this fight, he did pick up the training. Yeah. And he did he, he see the thing about him, he, he loves these prior. Like he doesn't really take classes, but this is a this put him in a position where now he wants to learn. Like the dude, like, he legit made it to the UFC not knowing I mean I wouldn't say not knowing how to fight mm-hmm. but not with any real skill set outside of just hitting really hard nat- and having just natural tenacity you know natural natural power natural agility natural mm-hmm. speed he didn't really have the technique and I feel that now because for this fight we we went out with uh his name is Bubba Bush he's out okay. uh at BVMA out in College Station Texas um you know, bubble and fun UFC as well. Uh, he he went out there to do the. Now he he was working on the wrestling with him before the Cormier fight. It was a, maybe uh, I want to say he started with him after the Hunt fight, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but he this was him like learning. He was like, y'all, let, let, we got to you know really apply ourselves over mm-hmm. here. And he used some of these techniques in the DC fight. Right. And he saw that they worked for him, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think in his mind, it's like, all right, well, I saw that it worked. Let's let's keep you know keep progressing. Absolutely. And I, I think that's uh, where his mind is right now. That's what's up, man. And honestly, you think about somebody like that him. He's what ten and ten and two in his last you know twelve fights. That's unheard of in the heavyweight division. And like you were saying, with someone with. I, 
a limited skill set you know now that losses like that we all can attest that like a loss like that that's gonna help because like you say now he knows he can be in there with the best in the world you know and it's like it's like man if i work a little harder i could probably get past this dude so exactly exactly. you know and i think that you know him knowing that and him understanding that is gonna make him go harder in the gym uh i think he's going to open up more as far as his uh willingness mm-hmm. to, to learn you know take classes go to jujitsu go to wrestling whatever whatever it is you have to do right um to become the greatest fighter you know at, at that time come to heavyweight champ man dude well i'll tell you one thing man he if he really does start applying himself man he is going to be one of the scary he already is one of the scariest dudes ever but if he really applies himself that way i mean it's look at how quick some dudes catch on look at like how how fast irzu adesanya's like his development has gone over one right. year of time you know right. and I, well, I, I can, that's a little different because he had he had the, the striking a wealth of background. striking background right 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 very right. like, legit like when i say he got into the ufc off of pure talent, he did. He made it to the heavyweight title fight with like very limited trading. Who can like? I, I, and I'm no joke. Like he he made it to the heavyweight title fight with with oh, someone who's crazy. training like an amateur fighter. That but but that attests to his how good his these other variables or these other skills yeah. he possesses. That tells you. I mean, you saw how he knocked out the dude in the 14 seconds or yeah, whatever. Volkov, yeah, Ozen, or yeah, yeah, Volkov. Who keeps Ozen that? Who keeps that power? Nobody. In a fight like that. Yeah, nobody does. It's it's like that's unheard of. Especially you know the, what I'm saying? Yeah, that doesn't happen. Especially to the point that you knock somebody dead. Like, yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. It wasn't yeah. like a it wasn't a TK like oh I got caught and it stumbled. Like he hit this dude with a heater and he that but that power though. And and see that other thing is like people people like to shit on Derek because they think he's tight. My dude, he when Derek got after in the DC fight. After the first round, he went back. He wasn't even breathing hard. People, it's his disposition, yeah. his demeanor. And people are like, oh, he's tired. And he was like, mm-hmm. no, he's not even breathing hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But people, for whatever reason, like, they don't understand that. But now, Derek is, man, he has some of the best cardio. And, uh, you know, I don't believe that that he's gassed. Now, if he's gassed, you'll, you'll know. But Yo, I will just, say I've seen Buddy play. You could tell when he's playing possum sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll yeah. definitely play possum. Yeah, you get to just – and that's how you know if he's gassed or not. Just look at him. Now, you can't look at him during the round because, right. like, he'll, he'll, he'll hit you with the okey-doke. You got to hit him. <laughs> uh, you got to look at him in between rounds. And if he's just sitting there chilling – He's not tired now. If he's mm-hmm. sitting there, like kind of limp, slumped over, breathing hard, all right, we're a little, we're, we're a little worried here. But right. if he's just sitting there chilling, he ain't, he ain't. And if you look at him between rounds one and two in the DC fight, he was just sitting there chilling. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he wasn't tired at all. So, it, like I said, it's just one of those things. It's more of a, a learning thing as far as a cardio thing. Um, he gonna pick it up and he gonna be back. All right, man. Well, so, so yeah, you know, like I said, you said you had some injuries recently, man. Um, uh, what what happened? Is anything like I said, anything too serious? Or are you gonna be nah, back nah, in the gym relatively soon? Nah, it was just some. It was some old stuff that kind of flared up. You know, okay. I got back to training. Um, you know, I was offered a fight, uh, and so you know, I was picking picking it back up, and then mm-hmm. you know, just some old injuries flared up, and okay. uh, you know, I, I know the level of competition is gonna be much different than Phil, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go in there. You know, with uh, I'll never be a hundred percent. I don't think any fighter ever be a hundred percent going into a fight. Um, 
but I want to be the best that I can be in the moment. You know, right. taking knowing that I'm, look, I'm, I'm I don't find a killer. Everybody mm-hmm. in the roster is a killer. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of that, and, I, and I'm probably at the bottom, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be the best that I can be uh, entering that fight. Yeah. You know, and, and so I can give it my all, so I can see if I if I really belong there. Maybe look, I know a bunch of people don't think I belong there. Maybe I don't, but. <laughs> I won't know until I get in there and find out. You know what I'm saying? And so when I get in there to find out, I just want to be the best I can be. Well, I put it like this, man. It's not like you've been in there. Well, people won't, you know, obviously crack on the CM Punk thing, but Mickey Gall's no joke. Mm. You know, we can't talk anything about that. And let's be honest, everybody who's talking trash, 99.9 of those people wouldn't dare even attempting to get in the cage. You know, oh, know what I'm saying? I mean, so, I, I mean, like you said, I feel like it is what it is, man. Um, so we talked about like a little bit in the beginning, man. I'm talking about like the state of MMA, right? And just combat sports in general. Like I said, I really, because you do have more of a um, an, an analytical po- uh, point of view, you know, with this type of things. You're in the game, but also, again, you, you definitely are a journalist. You break these things down. When you see certain things like that trade with one and uh, and like with the UFC, as a fighter, how do you feel like that is? Do you feel, are you excited about that? Do you see like, cause for me personally, I looked at it and I said, yo, this is great. This is, people are going to finally be able to say, look, this is what I'm worth. I can get money here, 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 and here. You guys mm-hmm. are going to have a monopoly on certain things, especially when you look at an organization like the UFC that we saw when they sold these dudes. Are, it's like, well, it's, it's something ridiculous, man. It's like 94 seven in comparison with the owners getting in comparison with the fighters getting. So when you look at those things, do you feel like this is going to continue benefiting like how much y'all getting paid no 100 percent. you know um, i think it's a step in the direction of of um you know being like some of the major sports baseball mm-hmm. basketball you know things like that um when you're allowing these these sort of cross promotion trades mm-hmm. i don't think we'll ever see a um I don't we'll think we'll ever see the ufc co-promote with anyone oh, I wish. but um <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Everybody's. This isn't like. Uh, it, it's not a league. Like, the, just the sport is different. You know, it's it's its own thing. So, mm-hmm. um, as long as it doesn't come become like boxing, like I'm cool with it. You know, right. that, that's really that's really the. It's like don't become like boxing. Is really well, what it comes down to. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. When I was looking at UFC 229. The, the what messed boxing up is the moment they started allowing fighters to co-promote with them. Now we're sitting here watching, for instance, like McGregor throwing his whiskey and stuff out there, which, in my opinion, was obviously a conflict of interest, right? So I'm watching. How so? You know, How so? I, I thought it was a conflict of interest because it shows where who they're obviously favoring, right? You're fighting against a guy, so I'm sitting here, none of you guys, like I said, you can only get specific sponsorships on your shorts, right? You have the right. Reebok deal where a lot of people aren't even getting paid that much. It's like, I think like people with 10 plus fights are only getting a couple grand. When you guys were having an opportunity to go. I, I believe it, but still, it was one of those things that I feel like people had an opportunity to go ahead and make. And again, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm just going about based on what it what, what right. I've read. But it seems like people were having an opportunity to get six figures strictly based on, you know, sponsorships, right? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it gets pretty much pulled away drastically. 
And then you have somebody that actually has that's sitting there pretty much saying, look, Bucket, I could have, you know, McGregor promotions on the canvas and I could have my own alcohol. So now I'm getting paid. And again, yeah, yeah, he he is somebody that, you know, warrants, you know, obviously more of the payload. Obviously, you know, he brings a lot of attention. But the fact that he is fighting in an event against somebody else. The UFC picks everybody. Everything's going on. Obviously, they are favoring that guy to win. I know personally, I would have felt a way if I was Khabib about that. And I'm like, how y'all gonna have this? Like, you you strict public this dude. Dana's over here toasting well, it up, a buddy. Well, it, well, first of all, it's a business. First I get and that. Foremost. Yeah, well, I get that. And I, the reason I don't feel it's a conflict conflict of interest is really? because like he has a a, a, a huge value. To the game, and so mm-hmm. you have someone who brings, who who brings so much to the table, and then yeah, he 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 goes out and he uses that that sort of leverage to take over someone's whiskey company. Like he didn't, he didn't start that from the bottom. No, not at all. Not um, at all. Yeah. So he goes over here and he puts his name on there, but again, he brings so much money, so much value to the table mm-hmm. that it, it's. If you have someone, because it, it, it's it helps both out. It's like, all right, we got this dude who just bought a whiskey company. He's our fighter. Let's pub that up. Let's use that okay. to 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 sort of generate more revenue, more income. And the other people, the other fighters, you can't be upset at that if you don't bring that to the table. So because, okay, again, so here here's because his... again, it's a it's a business at the end right. Of the day. So again, I'm all about getting your money. Right. Like, I believe in that. Shoot. I'm trying to get my money. Right. right. But the reason that he was even allowed that platform. They pub, they have opportunities to pub so many individuals and they don't, man. They don't pub them the exact same way. And look at the people that they hitched their wagon to. They're not Conor McGregor. You have to understand. And I get what you're saying. And I agree with you. But the, the, the problem with that statement is, is you're comparing everyone else to what conor mcgregor is doing i i can consider not, that and not not everyone can do like not everyone has that that charisma that timing that charm that wit right you see look at colby covington it's corny he try, he's corny it's not even it's not even corny it's just mean like yeah. it's 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 not even it's not even cool but what it's i'm not saying clever is, at all that's what it is it's not even clever that well that too yeah. so you see, he tried to take the T. Now, could they have gotten behind Kobe? Hundred percent, they could have mm-hmm. literally done the same thing that with with Kobe, um, that they did with Connor. You know, Dana's friends with Trump. They could have, but they know what would have come from that. Yeah. And so you have to know how to maneuver. You can't be Kobe Covington mm-hmm. talking about MAGA and expect to get pumped like Connor got pumped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know you, what I'm that, saying? Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to get that same type of tick. I get that. So, and also, it's not. It, it's. And I see where people again the the, con- the the conflict of interest or or you know the like legalities or shadiness. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not they're still not crossing the line. It's not like they're manipulating the fights and things like that. It's more the promotion and the hype of the fight. But that's what they're supposed to do. It's a promotion. It's a company. You're supposed to attract eyes. You're supposed to do anything you mm-hmm. can to maximize profits and maximize the eyes on you. So as a fighter, I get why people are upset. Yeah. But as a business and as a businessman and understanding how this works, I can't knock the hustle. I feel you. I look, I I, I completely see your, where you're coming from. I think for myself, it's that I 
he is extreme. He's a unique character, man. He's ext- he, he's extremely charismatic. He has a- yes, he has holes in his game, but his strengths are things that things that things that people, that people his his movement, his knockout power, his bravado. So I get the entire package, but I feel right. as if there have been so many guys that have brought a lot of those same attributes to the table and they haven't gotten behind them. And and again, now we're talking about business. I'm talking about business, not just for two people. I'm thinking about business for everybody. I want everybody to eat. And I don't know how realistic or unrealistic it is, but it doesn't seem like they even care to go ahead and do and do that. And I'm looking Dude, at- I, It's a machine, but, man. I feel it's you. A I feel you. Jim, but I'm looking at it. Running over there. <laughs> I, I feel you, man. But I'm looking at him. For instance, hearing how fighters who leave the UFC and, for instance, talk about like a Bellator and they talk about like a Scott Coker, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, "Man, I just feel like I'm being taken care of better here than there." I'm looking at Eddie Alvarez going over to one and saying. Psh, Yo, th- this is what I needed. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking mm-hmm. at Demetrius Johnson saying, I, I couldn't wait to get the hell up out of there. So I, I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I mean, come on, man. I grew up watching the UFC. You know what I'm saying? I'm 32. I've, I've been balls deep in, in fights since, you know, since I was a kid. So I'm looking at it and I, I, UFC was all I knew. But I'm looking at all these other organizations and things and it seems like people might be doing it better. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure everybody's getting paid. And I think that was just my only contention with the way that that's taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I understand. And that, and that, that makes sense. But you also, you have different business models. It's true. Like you have yeah, you're right. Different, there, there are different goals for the UFC as opposed to Bellator as opposed to one. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a different audience from the Bellator to the... For especially from UFC to one, there's just a completely different audience. Um, it, it's just so many, and people don't. And I get it, I get it, but people don't look. You you have to look at these these smaller tangible things that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sort of that shift things a little bit more than just MMA promotion A versus MMA promotion B. It's not right. the same thing. You can't compare on the surface. I get it, but there's so much more in depth that people yeah. don't understand. Not saying that everything that they're doing is right. You know, there obviously there are issues um, um, everywhere with any company or any business. Um, but it, it's not. It's really not like what people are making it out to be. And I, and and I feel this way now. I can, this is me pure speculation here, but I just feel that <laughs> the the just the business model is different. Like they're right. on a different path. Than what Bellator is doing, yeah, yeah, because you can't really, you can't. They set the precedent. They do. They and they so set it. Yeah, you're, you're in a whole nother ballpark. Then, like Bellator isn't coming out being a front runner, and 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 MMA. Yeah. Like they're trying to find their own. Like they still ain't really found their niche yet. They're still over there fucking up and 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 doing yeah. all kinds of silly shit. You yeah, know, but so, at the same token, they're doing a lot of great things too. Oh, I mean, th- 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 those those tournaments that they got, man, those are gold, bro. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you have to find your area and 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 go there. You right. know, with with LFA, I work with them as well. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to compete with one or Bellator or anyone. Like they they know their lane. They identify themselves as a feeder league, like mm-hmm. a like the D League or whatever, to the yeah. UFC. 
You know what I'm saying? And hey. it's just you got to find your niche. Right, right. Man. And you can't. Well, and the other thing is, you people got to start comparing the organization. They, they the different business models. True. You know, yeah, well, you can compare like um, like a what, what's what's too fast like a McDonald's to like Burger King, but you can't compare. Um, it, they're different McDonald's. businesses. It's like apples and oranges, though. Well, I feel eh, not quite. It's mm-hmm. it's but you like so look at what's a good another fast food uh payway you have where you are you got payway i'm in chicago we don't have payway but i know it because i got i got fam down south okay so payway is like a a a lower scale of uh pf chain right right payway is fast food but Mm -hmm. are you going to compare that fast food to mcdonald's why no like because they have two different business models of what they're trying to do you know what i'm saying okay and people don't look at it like that so if people look at it like that they probably less pissed off about it. <laughs> I feel you. Well, okay. So speaking of business, real quick, and I'm hey, bro, thank you for your time, man. Really, man, I appreciate no, this, no. man. Um, speaking of business, Floyd Money Mayweather. <laughs> the, he ain't man. read the contract, bro. He ain't read the contract. He, 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 he did it. Okay. And, so, I hate, uh, and I hate, man. I hate. I I when when the whole reading thing came out, and, and, I hate and, ragging and, on him. And real quick, real quick. So for, for those who don't know. Floyd Mayweather, people thought he was going to have a fight with Ryzen FC and one of their rising stars. Earlier today, literally, what, an hour ago? Not even an hour ago. He was like, yeah, no bet. Like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) That dude got the contract. He didn't read that shit. And then somebody was like, he went over there to Japan to do all the pub. And then yeah. on the way back on the PJ from Japan, he Googled like this dude's highlight reel and was like, yo, he was like, no bet. <laughs> nah. yo, he thought he was, I really, you know, it was funny, man. I felt the exact same way when I saw that. I thought he was heading to the crib and he was like, let me see this little dude. Cause he was probably talking trash with his boys. He's well, all tiny. Like I'm a work this dude. Yo, that 125er, if he let him go ahead and kickbox, will put the flux on Floyd. It would have been ugly. I can't stunt. When I was I, I was commenting on all the boxing uh um sites, IG sites this week, and I'm like, y'all need to go ahead and Google this dude. Dude, I so I when when I do like these fight trips, um like fight weeks, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like like a, a summer camp for me. And then I get sort of disconnected from everything else because I'm so engulfed in fight week. Right, right. This is one of those things like I was I was like, I think I was at the airport. Like, I was still trying to get readjusted. And I was like, hold on, what's going on? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> when I, when I, because I, I remember seeing, it was like a photo of like Floyd would write. It was, it was a meme or something at first. Okay. And I was, and I'm still like, I probably got bags on my shoulders and everything. I'm like, what is, what? I finally like land and I get to look a little bit more and I'm, and it's starting to like, hold on. Floyd's in Japan. It's kind of like, you know, you like, check your bag when you check your phone and you get on the plane and you check your phone and you land it you know it's kind of like one of these things you're not really getting the full like gist of it right i'm just i'm gradually piecing everything together and then it finally hits me i was like yo floyd's fighting and rising on new year's eve and i i was like wait what <laughs> and man. then I wake up today and it was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, no bet. Yeah, straight. I mean, we already, and that's why you said you look at his uh, his IG post and he was like, on the way we got here, we realized, like, yeah, y'all were on the way here 
and you realize that's not good for that's not a good look. Now, I will say this. When he said he was like Japan, they try to pull something funky on me. Hey man, they they might. They could have happened. They're they're I mean, we remember the pride days, man. There was some wild stuff oh. that went on. So yeah. it, it's interesting, man. It's interesting. Um last last couple things, man, uh, before you get out of here. And we talked about this last time we we're on the show a little bit. And I'm talking about like realistically, man, we're f- the rise of the black athlete in MMA more mm-hmm. so that more than ever. Yes, the Russians mm-hmm. and the Dagestanis are kicking, but that's something totally different. But when you're mm-hmm. looking at it, not just the black Americans, we're having the Nigerians coming through. We're having uh-huh. and, and it seems like there is definitely a shift, not only in what we're watching, but in the culture. You're having more people like me and you, urban dudes. You know, we're urban guys, one from Chicago, you know, one from mm-hmm. Texas, having conversations about this type of thing. And uh, we're, it seems like it's happening more in the community is embracing MMA. Are you noticing that also? Well, yeah. Hey, well, what's happening is you're seeing that the access is is, is uh, increasing. Uh, I mean, at a long for a while, you know, MMA wasn't in in these black communities. You know, mm-hmm. think about how how the MMA came about. It came about through jujitsu, right? Yep. And jujitsu is going to be a traditional martial art. This is going to be a martial art like karate and judo and all these other things where it costs quite a bit of money. Oh, it does. Gym. You know, especially a quality gym. Now, you can go to like some random MMA gym and some dude yeah. teaches some stuff and then you die. Yeah. In the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Exactly. But, but quality <laughs> jiu It's going to be at least a bill a money. month. It's gonna be oh, a minimum bill a month. My, mine's a buck fifty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, yep. So we didn't have this access. You know, mm-hmm. all we had access to was boxing yep. for the most, primarily. Yeah. But now you're seeing the the, the shift, and you're you're seeing um, greater access. You know, for for our people, and so that's why you're seeing the increase. You know. The Derek Lewis is the the um I got this uh Derek uh, uh who Cantonier Cantonier yeah you know um, yeah the only brother I've ever heard of from Alaska <laughs> yeah you know he's got uh, he's got access out there now you know um but he's he's actually out in um Phoenix right now uh, yeah, in he's Arizona with, uh, with uh Benson. Yeah, he trained at, the, at lab. Uh, the lab. Yep. Yeah. So you know, we we're just seeing just it's just access, just with anything. It takes time. Yeah. Um. But but it's coming around, and you know, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I love it, man. I love it. Um, yo, before you get out of here, anything you want to pub, man? Um, and what do you have coming up this upcoming mm-hmm. year, bro? I'm trying to think, man. Nothing, man. Right now, uh, I'm I'm working on a show right now, trying to get everything launched. I got to meet with some people. Um, okay. so I'm basically gonna do. I don't get too much away, but I, my, my interviews I was doing, combining mm. it with uh, the Truth Food Tour, you know That's what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, we're going we gonna to do some stuff like that. Um, I've just been real busy. You know, well, I hey. had uh, just got back from New York. I'll be in Dallas. This Actually, I got a show in Dallas this weekend, and then okay. once I get back, I get two weeks off, one, one for life, one for Thanksgiving. And then I'm back in Dallas, and I got Vegas for December, so it's gonna be it's gonna be mad wild. But uh, once things start to slow down, I can kind of focus on some a uh, few other projects, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. That's what's up, man. Well, hey, bro, when you're doing the food tour, I'm a chef by trade, man. 
I'm oh, a chef by yes, sir. Okay. Hey, man, I, I own a healthy meal prep company here in Chicago. Like that's what I do full time. Ah, so, bruh, yeah, I, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, man. So, like I said, if you're doing the food, I would love to come on in and talk food with you, yeah. man. That is like I, I love know, it. Um, I got I, I, I don't know. I know I'll be back in Chicago because I was just out there. Okay. Um, shit, what was out there? I was out there about about a month ago. Okay. Well, you um, said you you were out here for the fights, yeah. I came out. No, I was. I was there. I think the week before. Well, no, I came out for an event myself. We did a little jujitsu show out there. Okay. Um, but I want to say I'll be back early, sometime in 2019. I want to say we we enjoyed ourselves. We had a good turnout at the event. I think we're gonna put it in the shot there. So uh, yeah, when I get back out there, man, we can link up. And, That'd be and awesome, bro. Food. There yeah. it is, man. Yeah, I know all the spots out here, man. All the foodie spots, man. So we can get up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's there do it. it. Is. Well, hey, yo, Mike, the truth, brother. I appreciate you, man. Salute to you no and doubt. everything no you got coming up, man. And uh, man, look forward to again. Thank you again. Um, what's your IG and everything where they people could find you? Yeah, all social media is at the Truth Jackson. IG, Twitter, uh, Facebook is Mike the Truth Jackson. Um, and then of course the podcast, the truth about stuff is on, and you can find that at Mike, forward slash podcast. And then we're on like iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play, all that stuff. So you can check it out. Subscribe. Bet man, bet. Well, bro, uh, salute to you, man. And, uh, man, you have a great one, bro. I appreciate you. You too, my dude. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Peace out. This is the fight podcast. And yo, that's about all the time I have for today, man. I want to thank Mike, the Truth Jackson, again for joining me on today's show. Make sure you to check out his podcast, the Truth About Stuff podcast. Like he said, it's on iTunes, it's on SoundCloud, Google Play, all those things, man. So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. Yo, sincerely, man, thank you so much for Mike. Um, Yo, this was really a fun one, man. Uh, this is Serge Vicente. And again, thank you guys so much for joining me on episode 51 of the Fight Podcast. We'll be back soon to go ahead and break down UFC Fight Night, Matchroom Boxing, give you all the fight news of the week and much more, man. The Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Remember to follow The Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at The Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking out the website, The Fight podcast.com purchase merch today that's on the website thank you all so much for joining me once again and we will see you right here next time on the fight podcast peace out